was just pathetic. Yo, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to Phillies Hot Stove Media and Jerry Cabin this afternoon's first game of doubleheader between the Philly Phillies and the New York Mets as the Phillies lose 8-2 to the Mets. Uh, as unfortunately they dropped the first game of the doubleheader, uh, dropped the second game of the four-game series. I've never seen a team struggle when there are runners on base as much as this team, especially against the Mets. Now, guys, before we get into this video, please subscribe if you have not yet. Please turn on notification bells. Please like this video, comment on this video, share this video, and let's get into this. Uh, so you have to give the Mets a good amount of credit for that. I mean, they just have a great ability of pitching in the clutch, right? They do a great job with that. Uh, and this Phillies team uh, is just incapable of getting a big hit. I mean, they're just they're not capable of it whatsoever. Challenging call uh, where they said that Mets catcher Michael Perez was blocking the plate when he had possession of the baseball and Bryson Stott didn't even tag the plate. So not only was it a you know, pretty you know, clear call, right? I mean, you're allowed to block the plate. You have possession of the baseball, which Michael Perez did. There was nothing wrong with what he did. So not only that, uh, but then you have Bryson Stud not even touching the plate. So why are you challenging that call? It just it goes back to it again. I've never seen a team challenge calls that shouldn't be challenged. That shouldn't be challenged. It's maddening. It's maddening to me. And Zach Weir going against his former squad once again, and he didn't look very good. Uh, so two straight starts now. He, he looked very disappointing. Aaron Noel didn't look good in the first game of this four-game series last night, and Zach Weir looked very good here this afternoon uh, in, in the first game's loss. So, uh, you know, incredibly disappointing. Got Trevor Williams only going four innings for New York, uh, but uh, the Mets bullpen did a really good job, unfortunately. Uh, at, uh, just, I, I, I'm going to say it again. I mean, you know, we're just not a good team with runners on base, period. Uh, but the Mets pitching staff does a wonderful job at pitching in the clinch, uh, and uh, they execute very, very well. Uh, so you have to give them credit for that. I mean, they do a very good job uh, in that regard. As we pick up the scoring summary here, uh, in the top of the fifth inning, Michael Perez singles on a line drive to right field. Jeff McNeil and Tyron Naquin come around to score, as it's now 2-0 New York. Uh, so the Mets now jump ahead to nothing. Kind of like a Mets home game, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and all the Mets fans came down from New York and just totally just took over Citizens Bank Park. You had the Mets line. Uh, on the uh, second deck in left field, uh, and uh, over on the third baseline, it just sounded like a Mets home game. Uh, so, I mean, this was just unbelievable. Uh, so, uh, we're just doing nothing offensively. I mean, it just this Phillies team is like in a coma uh, offensively when they play the Mets. They are just so intimidated by this Mets team. Uh, they, they just, they are, they are scared to death of these guys. Uh, so then we pick it up here in the top of the sixth inning. Francisco Lindor triples on a line drive to right field. Starting Marte comes around to score. It's just now 3-0 Mets. Uh, so that was Lindor's fourth triple of the season. A guy that can run pretty well. He's a very athletic guy, as you've seen before. I mean, he's an excellent defender. One of the best shortstops in all of baseball. Uh, 100%. No question about that. But uh, the question remains, is he worth $340 million? Some believe he is. Some believe he is not. Uh, I certainly believe he's you know worth a pretty good price now 340 million I'm not too sure about that uh, but to, he's an all-around good player. He still had a very good season, no question about that, to turn it around from the struggled season last year. Uh, but, uh, you know, still remains to be seen, is he worth $340 million? But uh, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter, even that the Mets won a World Series, uh, you know, with Lindor, it won't really matter if he is or not. Then we pick it up here in the same inning, Jeff McNeil. Singles on a line drive to center field. Francisco Lindor comes around to score as it's now 4-0 Mets. 
Uh, so a Jeff McNeil, this is a Met team that puts the ball in play a lot. I talked about it yesterday, uh, and I'll say it again. They actually put the ball in play with run scoring position, unlike this team, which very rarely ever does it. They, they, the Phillies don't really ever do that. Uh, they, they really struggle to put the ball in play when there's ducks on the pond. Uh, you see it time and time again, uh, and it's something I really wish we got better at. Uh, because, you know, we make a chance for something to happen when you put the baseball in play. Uh, guess what? If you don't put it in a play, then there's no chance of something happening. We pick it up here in the bottom of sixth inning. The Phillies get on the board as Gene Segura hits a sacrifice fly the other way out to right field. Nick Castellanos comes around to score. And it's now a 4-1 to one ball game. Kind of ironic. I'm criticizing this team for not getting the job down to run score position, not putting the ball in play, and I still firmly believe that. Uh, we're just out hit by three today. Think about that. Here's another example. We got seven hits today, and the Mets had ten. Uh, so we're only hit by three, but yet we're outscored by six. Uh, so think about that. Think about that. Uh, so uh, Gene Segura, I mean, that was fundamental baseball, though. I like that. Gene Segura, a guy that puts the ball in play a lot. Uh, as you mentioned before, he's a guy that doesn't strike out a ton. Uh, so then we pick it up here in the top of the ninth inning. Brandon Nimmo, one of the most underrated players in the game. Uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what kind of uh, contract he does get this offseason as he doubles on a line drive to left field the other way. His 24th double of the season to score Brett Beatty. Uh, and it's now 5-1 to New York. Uh, so uh, Brandon Nimmo extends the Mets lead, and of course the Mets wouldn't be done. Uh, so this is an on-base machine. He's been a very productive player over the last few seasons. There's no, there's no doubt about that. Let me pick it up here in the same inning. Starting in Marte, singles on a line drive to center field. Michael Perez comes around to score. As it's now six to one New York. Uh, so Mike. So, uh, starring Marte, a guy that has certainly lived up to the contract that he got this offseason for the Mets, right? An all-star. Uh, he's had an excellent season for them. Uh, he's been super productive. A uh, guy that I wish the Phillies would have gotten. The Mets certainly paid a good price for this guy, but I think that he's definitely been worth every penny. Uh, he's definitely been worth every single penny. Uh, but, boy, I mean, that contract is certainly, a, you know, a good one for him. I mean, I, th I think that's a win-win for both sides, right? I mean, I think that they're getting the money out of him. He's, he's, being, he's been very, very productive. Let me pick it up here in the same inning. Some fundamental baseball from the former Phil, Darren Ruff. As he hits a second place fly out to right field the other way, Brandon Nimmo comes around to score. This is now 7-1 Mets. Uh, so it's hard to believe that Darren Ruff is 36 years of age. Think about that. Uh, so he made his major league debut in 2012 with the Phils 10 years ago at the age of 26 years old, which is, you know, you know pretty old to make your major league debut, I'll be honest with you. Let me pick it up here in the same inning. Jeff McNeil tacks on another one as he singles on a line drive to center field. Francisco Lindor comes around to score. This is now 8-1 to one New York. Uh, so at this point of the ball game, I mean, you already knew it was over going in. It already, in the words of Jack Fritz, fan of the pod, feels like a loss. No question about that. Uh, simply because we just weren't showing any fight offensively. Uh, you already knew this ball game is over. Now just you know, really put the nail in the coffin off of Derek Hall. We brought in Derek Hall to replace Nick Nelson. Uh, just goes to show you, Rob Thompson uh, had no confidence in this Phillies team. Neither did I. We pick it up here in the bottom ninth inning. Emmanuel Sosa uh, reaches on an infield single. Garrett Stubbs comes around to score uh, as it's now an eight to two ball game. So the Phillies got a little bit closer. More Sanchez. Uh, didn't really feel that one too well. Asosa was able to move up the second while Matt Fielding moved up the third. Uh, so there you go right there. Here's another example. Uh, second and third, we, didn't, we couldn't get anything after that. So uh, that was pretty much the theme of today, and that was pretty much that's pretty much been the theme uh, of us playing the Mets here in 2022. Uh, a failure to get the job done was when, when there's runners on base. So that would be your final 8-2 to two Mets 
uh, win the second game in this four-game series, win the first game in a doubleheader. Uh, Kyle Schwarber out of the Leos, but a rough Evans performance for him. Uh, a 2-10 average now for him on the season. Uh, the Met terrorizer just wasn't really there uh, this afternoon, the first game of doubleheader. Reese Hoskins, guy that's just been really struggling, 248 uh, after this ball game. Uh, they're going along with an 825 OPS. I mean, he has just been awful against the Mets this season. Uh, he's not the only Phil that's been awful against the Mets this season. I can tell you that. A lot of them have been. Uh, and Alec Bone one knock this afternoon as well. Uh, and uh, he's just been kind of collecting a lot of one-hit games, I'll be honest with you. Not to sound, like, harsh. And uh, Nick Astianos, Mr. Singles hitter. Uh, two singles here this afternoon. Also scoring one of the Phil's two runs on Eugene Segura. Sacrifice fly. Uh, so we're paying this guy $20 million a year to hit singles. When is this guy going to hit the ball in the ballpark? I I'm tired of it. I'm, I'm just so tired of it. And uh, Bryson stopped one knock this afternoon as well, also drawing a walk. He continues to be very, very productive. He's just been so productive since the All-Star break. Uh, he has just been so good since the All-Star break. LPS still sits at 622, uh, so I'm hoping he can get that, you know, quite a bit higher. Uh, but at 222 average, when this guy is, you know, sitting as low as he was, uh, it's very impressive that he was able to get this, you know, this high up. You know, so hopefully it just keeps getting higher and higher. And uh, Gene Segura, I think in the first one of the ballgame for the Phillies on sacrifice, fly out to right field, also uh, collecting a single as well. And uh, Garrett Stubbs gets to start behind home plate as JT Winter got the, uh, the day off in the first game, uh, as uh, he also collects a knock as as well, also draws a walk, uh, and uh, Matt Veerling gets to start out and left, and then would move the center. Uh, he also goes hitless as well. He's just not been productive at all. He also drew a walk, uh, and uh, Bradley Zimmer. Uh, he had a great catch last night. Forgot to talk about it. Uh, he gets to start on center. Eventually, he was taken out of the ball game as he also went hitless as well. And Emonio Sosa reaching on the infield single, uh, so uh, he was not credited with an RBI since that you know was a fielding error by Sanchez. Uh, as uh, Buck Showalter certainly had a you know good amount of confidence in his ball club that they were going to win. As uh, he took out Lindor, he took out Daniel Vogelback to put in Darren Ruff. Uh, so uh, you know he certainly had a good amount of confidence that, that his team was going to win. Uh, so, and there's no question about that. Uh, I can't say I blame him. And uh, Zach Wheeler, five and a third, five hits, four runs, all four earned, four walks, six strikeouts. Now, of course, this is a Met team that uh, likes to see the baseball and is great at drawing walks. They're very good at executing while at the plate. Uh, but uh, Zach Wheeler doesn't look comfortable, uh, you know, the last few starts. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like his fastball, the velo hasn't been there as much. Uh, you know, he's still sitting in the high 90s, but uh, he just doesn't, he, he seems like he's going out there, he doesn't have a whole lot of confidence in himself. There's just something missing with Zach Wheeler right now, and I'm hoping he could kind of regroup. Uh, I mean, this certainly was better than his last start against the Mets last Sunday, but it still wasn't very good. Uh, as uh, he does get the loss, his second straight loss against his Met team, second straight loss, uh, you know, in consecutive starts, 11-7 and seven now in the year, uh, 307 ERA now for Zach Wheeler. His last seven starts, Zach Wheeler has recorded uh, a 4-4-0 ERA. Uh, so he's certainly been disappointing since the All-Star break. Uh, you remember that start before the All-Star break, he really has struggled, and honestly, since then, he has not been good. I've been very disappointed with him uh, coming down the stretch, and I think that that's been the, kind of the biggest thing. I mean, uh, granted, he was fantastic last season, of course, a Cy Young uh, finalist, uh, but uh, you know, coming down the stretch, late August to September, of time of year we're starting to get to now, uh, he started to get very fatigued. Uh, and uh, we're already starting to see that. So we got Aaron Nola, who is not a big game pitcher, and then you got Zach Weir, who's really starting to look tired. So it, it, that's certainly not a good sign. I'm certainly not happy about that. Hunter Brogdon, in two-thirds, two hits, 
Uh, didn't allow any runs and also struck out one as well. A 1-6-3 ERA for Brogdon. He continues to just be so good. Brad Hand, uh, of course, he's just going to come in there and do his job. Uh, he's done a, a, a fantastic job this year. Very quietly, a 2-0-2 ERA for Brad Hand. No one is talking about this guy. It's, it's, it's honestly annoying me uh, that no one is talking about Brad Hand, about how good he has been. Uh, and uh, Nick Nelson, a guy who really struggled. Two-thirds innings, two hits, four runs, all four earned. Two walks, uh, a 4-8-0 ERA. Uh, so, uh, I mean, that's another thing. Rob Thompson, he knew that he didn't have confidence in this offense. I mean, he put Nick Nelson in there uh, in the time of night inning simply because of the fact that uh, he did not think the Phillies would win this ball. You're only down by three runs, and your manager doesn't have confidence in this team. Think about that, and I can't blame him. Uh, you know, I, I don't either. Uh, I, I just, I just don't. I mean, we are just, we are like a zombie going against this Mets team. Uh, and uh, Derek Hall, a third of an inning, uh, as uh, he allows uh, the uh, the single to Jeff McNeil. He is not charged with a run since that was charged to Nick Nelson. Uh, and uh, Derek Hall was able to get out of it after that. So uh, that would be your ball game. Uh, so the you know second game is currently going on right now. I had to help my family move all day. I apologize about that. I woke up. I helped my family pack. I went to the game, and then you know I went right back to what I was doing before. Uh, so I've been you know very, very busy today. Uh, so as I said, the second game is going on. So the, by, by the time this video gets out, you know, the second game will probably most likely uh, be uh, close to ending at least. Uh, but, you know, right now it's in the time of the seventh thing. I don't want to talk about what's been going on, uh, but hopefully the Phillies bullpen can uh, finish the job, right? I mean, as we could maybe just limp away from the series with just one measly win. Uh, so who knows if we're even going to win tomorrow. So, uh, you know, final thoughts. Uh, Zach Lear, uh, I'm a little concerned about him. You talk about, you know, giving a guy extra rest. I mean, you give Noah Syndergaard uh, a cushy day off today. Uh, you know, you overworked this bullpen. So let's give Zach Wheeler, uh, you know, let's, let's skip one of his starts. Uh, you know, I think he needs it. Uh, you know, something something's off with him, and uh, he, he does he just doesn't really seem to have a whole lot of confidence going out there. So I, I think maybe you need to consider skipping one of Zach Wheeler's uh, starts. Matt fans are coming down uh, from New York, and uh, you know I can't say that I blame them, and I can't say that it's something the Phillies fans wouldn't do. I mean, you know, during the heydays of you know 07 through 2011, the Phillies fans were bombarding Nationals Park down in Washington D.C. I mean, that's why I got the nickname ZBP South. Uh, and simply because the Phillies fans are coming down there and just bombarding Nationals Park. That is pretty much it. I'll see you guys for the second game recap uh, that started at 7.15 as Bailey Falter got the start going against David Peterson. Uh, so guys, thank you so much for watching this video. Please subscribe if you have not yet. Please turn on the notification bell. Please like this video, comment on this video, share this video. Check out the social media, link in the description section at Phillies Hot Stove Media, Instagram, Instagram, follow me on Twitter at Beyond Stove Media. Call or text 267-225-3392. Email me, Phillies Hot Stove Media at gmail.com. This will be my new setup down here for the next two months. Uh, the, 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 the sound quality sounds really good. Of course, this is in a basement. Uh, I got the, the poster board back there. I think that looks really good. And then uh, you also got the carpet, which really insulates the sap. Uh, so, guys, thanks so much for watching. I'm Luke and I'll talk to you. I'll see you guys.